This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and Radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem-solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Welcome to the Cottage Talk post-match show. I'm Russ Goldman, and joining me live on the Cottage Talk Facebook page is Giannis Geneas. We're on to share our thoughts on Fulham's victory against QPR. And as you can see from Giannis, he's pretty excited. This is a massive three points. And as I've heard from some of our co-hosts, Giannis, they weren't inspired by the performance. But you know what? A win is a win, my friend. In fact, I'm going to show this because this is going to be my theme. A win is a win, Giannis. Your opening thoughts on the Fulham victory against QPR. Let's just start right there. I, I Since the end of the game, Ross, I've, I've, I've been having a bloody good laugh because I've been going on to social media and all I can see is um, uh, fans saying, well, it's... It wasn't good. Things don't look great. The lineup was awful. Arta was there again. <laughs> you know, we're missing Mitro. It's yeah. just as well QPR are, are even more shit than us. So we got the <laughs> points. Um, and I'm saying, I'm saying, shut up. We've just come off a really tough loss up at Ellen Road on Saturday. Yeah. Everybody was down. Yeah. And I said in the in the, in the, the post game show, I said that um, the best thing about that sort of game is you've got 72 hours to get back on the horse. And I also said about Scotty Parker, you know, if he's got a critical friend, a trusting friend, it's a lonely job at the top. Right. You probably pick up the phone or email and say, look, this is a, I'm in a tough spot. I need your help. I need some support here. I'm feeling a little down as he would have done. It would have been, he'd have got less sleep than anybody else on Saturday night. I don't think there's any two ways about that. That would have been a long coach drive home. And tonight, We've gone a goal down in a minute, and it's really an awful goal. <laughs> it's, it's horrible, and we're going to talk about it in just a bit. It's a horrible goal to give up. Yeah, and Tim Ream should be looking to swim all the way <laughs> back to, back to the US for that one. That was oh boy, then, 
Yep. Then, then the mark, um, it, it felt like we were fighting demons the whole game. You could tell we just come off. Obviously, it's the, the pandemic break. Yep. We lost two in the spin. We hadn't scored a goal. And we have talked about needing a slice of luck from somewhere. You don't know how to get off the schneid, to give a little bit of self-confidence to get us going. We got that with the article because Kelly should have had that. And then, you know, with the I saw all the smatterings of, oh, my God, Art's still in the lineup. Brian's been dropped. Brilliant. Why is Decadova reading? That's a disaster. This won't work. And one of Scotty's decisions was to bring Cyrus Christie back into yep. the lineup. And who Who's going to complain? I'm not complaining. I love Christie. And he scores an absolute belter. Yep. And then... Scotty decides that our, our um, blood pressure isn't high enough. <laughs> so he decides that, well, we're going to bring, you know, uh, Art is going to go off, Onoma comes on, and then Brian comes on for Noki, and then Le Marchand comes on, and then the big wall that Donald Trump wanted to build comes on, and basically <laughs> it's your defending Vimy Ridge. There we go, yes. 17 people behind the ball, and everybody's having a heart attack. And then... <laughs> They hit the crossbar with a couple of minutes to go, and then we managed to see it through. But I'll tell you, they had um, two great opportunities at the end. Yes, they off did. of corners, very scary situations. Like you said, hit the crossbar, and the one that just goes over Giannis. I, I was, you know, again holding my breath at the end. But in the end, as I said, a win is a win. But I want to share this with you. We have comments flying in, Giannis. Here's oh, the first comment yeah. I'm going to share. This is from Chris Baugh. Dennis Adoy and Christie have to be left at left and right back moving forward. Look much more solid with them at the back. What are your thoughts of what Chris had to share here? I don't have a problem with that. And if anybody could ever question the value of Dennis Adoy in this team, I mean, on Saturday, collectively, we said the back four was a complete load of dross. But I don't think Dennis Adoy had a bad game. Just collectively with, you know, Hector spraying the balls around. I don't like. I don't know what Reem looking. I don't Reemish, and JB having an awful game. He had a quiet game, and that's what he does. He's a professional. He gets on with it quietly. He's no fuss, and I think he's absolutely right. I think we had a lot, a lot better balance. It didn't. It, I mean, Tim Reem right now is really, really struggling, and. Um, Brian was on Saturday, and Scotty decided to bench one. I'm wondering with the Birmingham game coming up if he doesn't look at this again and say, "Well, um, can I? Is there a possibility? For, I mean, yes, left and right, you could work with that. You could put a door in the middle because you know he can play there. Do you bring Maxime into the into the fold? Keep the left and right back as you had tonight, and then bring Maxime in to partner Hector." But Reem right now looks like he's fine. He looks like when the ball comes to him, it's a bomb. Yeah. And the goal he let in, he'll be embarrassed about because of all the people. Jordan Hugo, I mean, it was a decent cross, but he's close to the line. He should never be no losing. No excuses. Yeah, never be losing. It, it's, and it's such, a, it's such a, a punch to the gut. So early after all the hubris after Saturday. But in many ways... It turned out to be a blessing in disguise because you start the game that badly, you're thinking, okay, it's 52 seconds or whatever it was. See, I was thinking about that, Giannis, because I remember yeah. a match at Stanford Bridge when Fulham went up 1 0. I don't know if you remember this. Very early on, I think Chris Baird scored of all uh, players. I do remember. Do you remember I, this, I, right? I do remember. And I'm thinking, game. oh, wow, they have a chance, but they scored too early. I, I know it's weird to say that, but when you score early and then you have the rest of the match to figure it out and like you mentioned, was it a blessing in disguise to light a fire up their ass? I hate to put it that way, to get their ass in gear because, again, maybe they needed that adversity to work through it, find a goal, and then find the winner. And to yep. me, you know, I thought about that right after they scored because obviously, you know, the reaction was, here we go again. But I'm, I also thought, wait a minute here, QPR scored so early this might actually work in Fulham's benefit. I know that's weird to say, Giannis, but your thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's, it is, and it's also like the old adage, you go two goals up early, that can be a problem as well. Yeah. QPR have been in wretched form. 
since the break. And Mark Warburton, I think, is a good manager, and he must look at his lineup and go, we've not got a point, we've not scored a goal, and we've looked awful. So you had two really struggling teams. QPR are eight points above the, the bottom three, so they're sort of in the middle of nowhere. I don't, nobody's going to catch them. They're going to be in the division next year. But, of course, the bigger concern was going to be ours. And um, it was such a poor goal, it made you wonder, well, how are they going to respond? Yep. Especially because, obviously, you don't have Micho. You don't have Cabano. Where are the goals uh, going to come from? Where are the goals going? And I'm going to go back to the demons here. and I'm going to go back to a player who I know has taken an awful lot of stick, but I'm going to defend him because I think he's a good player. We've not seen the best of him yet, and he's trying. It's not coming off for him. And that's Decadova Reed. I don't. Okay. I, he's the kind of kid who I think in a playoff game might do a dirty. I mean, I, I think he's a quality player. Do you think but, he's a player that just needs a couple of goals? Not one goal. He needs to score a few goals because he comes close, Giannis. He's, and, he's got, you know, and yeah. I've heard the criticism on him. I've actually criticized him last night saying he needs to step up, but maybe he's pressing a little bit. I absolutely agree. Let's, I mean, it, it look back to when Corley Woodrow was with us. Yeah. I mean, Corley was a person, a player who I thought worked hard. I was a big fan of his, and he couldn't score goals. He couldn't score goals. It just wasn't working. And then he went to Barnsley, and on a struggling team, it worked. And he, I, I didn't recognize him when he, they played us at the college because he was the best player on the pitch. And and it's often it's about confidence. And Dekadova Reed right now is dreadfully short of confidence. His work rate's not a problem. Yep. I think um, some of the decisions are a little bit in and out, but I think he desperately needs a goal or two. And I still, I would still keep faith with him because right now we don't have a lot of strikers. No. And the one thing you're not going to, you know, you can criticize Dekodova Reed for all you want, but if you got your captain losing a ball in the middle and just jogging back, what gives? At well, least with Dekodova We Reed, talked about that. Yeah. Cyrus Christie today got a yellow card from a mistake where he trapped back and, and took a player out. That's the effort. That is, that is what you do. And to me, leadership is about attitude. And Kenny's attitude right now is, is I'm sorry, it's below par. Forget his productivity. Yeah. Uh, the body language is all wrong. And you, you do have to win games with luck, but where you have to fight and you're not playing well, and nothing's going right, and just gut a win out of nothing to kickstart that self-confidence piece. Right. And Scotty probably knew that. And, and I still say that after Saturday... They needed game, to grind one out, Giannis, in some ways. To, yeah. to grind out a match can lead to something else. And, and listen, I, I want to share some comments, because I understand oh, this one. Because if you watch this match, all the fans are watching the match, and they're picking out that we were, you know, underwhelming. And I, I'm i not going to disagree, but this was about grinding something out. David Clark said this, and David, I understand where you're coming on this. I still think that the cracks are being covered over. Now, my thoughts on what David shared here is that, yes, he's probably right, but I'll go back to what I said, Giannis. A win is a win because, again, you have to start somewhere. You have to grind it out. Are there problems? Are there still cracks? Absolutely but you need to find a way to get all three points, Giannis. And you need to start somewhere. That's why, as I understand what David's saying, I still think this was a huge three points, even though that they're probably obviously still issues. And David's watching this, and David, you're right. I think cracks are being papered over and covered over. But at this this end of the season, the back end of the season, it's not about performances. It's about points. The teams at the bottom of this division now, whether you're in this division or in the Premier League, they don't give a bollocks if it goes off somebody's ass. They want it to go on the net. They want to find find a way because at this time of the season, you know, you've got um, one, three points is better than one's better than zero. And a case in right. point, Cardiff City won the first couple of games since post-pandemic. Um, they're playing Charlton tonight. You see the social media, they're bullying, they're ready to get another three points, you know, get up to 60, you know, get up to 63 points, create that gap between them and Preston and Swansea, and it's nil-nil. <laughs> now, Brentford, Brentford won again tonight. Brentford I, took I care of business. Yes, they did. But with Brentford, I always get the feeling they're, they're a game away from 
they've been when they've been good they've been very good and when they've not they've really not and there's still six games to go so i think at this rate this this gives us some momentum i would rather win the next six games ugly as ugly as it gets yeah than play really well and not get results and something i'm going to flip back to scotty to scotty here in he, there was a lot of talk about his pre-match conference right. yesterday and the body like the body language it was a very quiet interview body language he, he seemed down he seemed down and i looked at there and i looked at a head coach who is feeling it now a lot of fans would have gone well we've not played well we've not got the results right you know he deserves it but what he was showing is he's feeling it and he wants to do well for this club of course he was a player a good player in this club he wants to do well so i'm really um whichever way you find to get the results won't matter we can talk about cracks and everything you want at the end of the season when you know we management you know decisions are made and players transfer and what have you but right now as for every manager in the world it is result oriented that's I right keep, i keep reminding russ i keep reminding people that in the late 80s sir alex ferguson was one game away from being fired at united one game united it's about the results run. it's about the results it's a results oriented business and when you look at that you go three points birmingham city i look at the table now our 16th there's seven points clear of the bottom three let's be honest they're going to stay up yep. they've had a mildly disappointing season um and they're going to have the pleasure of sharing their stadium with coventry next year that's that, that, should, that should be good for a laugh <laughs> but um they're not exactly going to be too motivated and I think you need. We needed a blood transfusion. Well, it's a wonderful opportunity against Birmingham City, Giannis. Yeah, it is. It's a based transfusion. on based on what happened today for Fulham, and them being more comfortable. Like you said, are they going to be up for it? They're professionals, of course. They're going to be up for it. But again, a win is a win, and it's funny. I've seen this in other teams. You know, the other team I follow, and it's not about style points. It really isn't. It's yeah, not about right. how you win. It's if you win. It's that it's that's the bottom line. I know you know. Again, we can pick at how it looks. It doesn't look great, but like you mentioned, it's the results. I want to share another comment from my good friend in Spain. Here's what Steve Reynolds had to share: A win is a win, agreed. But over 90 minutes, we created bugger all and lack structure as far as attacking options, upwards, etc. Okay, so again, I understand where Steve's coming from, mm-hmm. where the fans are coming from. But like I said, it's finding a way to win Giannis and then having the confidence to know that you can do it this way. It didn't look good. It certainly didn't at all. But for me, I, I can't get away from a win as a win. Maybe that's too simplistic, but no, that's just, that's just the way I'm looking at it because they were desperate for three points. And I'm glad that you brought up Brentford. Brentford, Impressive wins. You know, again, impressive wins. But I, I hate to even say it this way. Maybe they're peaking too soon because we've said it with Fulham before. Maybe, again, they're starting off very strong and they're peaking too soon. So we'll see what happens with them or even some of these other teams. You know, mm-hmm. at this point of the season, you need to grind them out. If you can't win with style, you just need to find a way to win. Again, Fulham are who they are right now. And the table doesn't lie. They deserve to be where they are. They're not good enough for top two. So they need to grind win, wins out to get in the playoffs. And then it really, at that point, we'll see how it all happens. Because, again, I understand fans are going to say, Russ, they don't look like they could win the playoffs. Well, how do you know that? Because I know a team that can grind a win, can find a way to win. That's a team that you want in the playoffs. They might not look great. But, again, they're grinding out victories. Number one, first match that they grinded out. Let's see if they can continue to do that. And that's the way I look at it, Giannis. All right, my friend, let's get into this. And let's now – Go ahead. I was going to just add, at the end of the game today at Loftus Road, 
the players will have gone back in that change room and gone, yes, so we're off the schneid. Right, right exactly. Go. You have to That's start the way somewhere. They're going to go. They're going to go, oh, God, monkey off the back. It don't matter. We got the result. Good. Scott, he'll go in there. So good, good work, lads. Wasn't our best effort. But we got the points. We need the points. Is that it's, you know, it's that time of the season. You fought it out. You gutted it out. Well done. Let's look at the game tape. Let's do the walkthrough. Let's get ready for Birmingham City. They're not going to be easy. We know two years ago they did a bugger on us. That's right. We've not forgotten that. Let's get the points because let's not forget for all the fans out there, guys, Brentford are only two points ahead of us. Just two. Remember that. They were four points behind and now they're two points ahead. Anything can happen. You, Your point about peaking too soon, this is a very quick six furlong race. Right? Yep. I... So any, anything can happen. And as I said, I think this is going to kick start us. I'm confident of that. And I um, know I'm going to probably get hate mail because of it. <laughs> and because I've said that we need to silence the, the Parker bashers. But you know I'm a big fan. And I think he's going to be a fabulous manager. And he's going to learn. And this is what you do. You learn on the job. And that's what he's okay. doing. Okay, very good. I'm going to share another comment. Here's from Billy Cassidy, our friend up in Scotland. Hopefully now confidence will be raised and the football will start to get better. That's actually a good point because good point, once Billy. you yeah. start playing well, again, I, I shouldn't say playing well, you grind out a victory, maybe that will transition to better football. Yes. You feel better about yourself. Individuals feel better about themselves. The team feels better about themselves. There's a, a renewed confidence and trust in each other. There's a relief that you, you've, you've won a big game. You've done it at the ha-ha's. You're thinking, okay, good. Now we can, we, can, we can go to bed tonight. We can sleep well. Scotty can sleep well. He can say, okay, I can look at the table. We're not fifth now. We're fourth. Good. We're four points off West Brom. Okay. That's right. Right. Let's, okay, so sigh of relief. We've got the win. Let's not dwell on the fodder. Let's not dwell on the weeds. Let's dwell on the brummies because they're coming up. It'll be a tough game. And the ha-has are done. Boom, boom, boom. Let's take our three points and run. Right. And it's funny, Yanis, because you're going to appreciate what I'm about to say. We're going to talk about this match, and I want Scott Parker to do what I'm just about to say. We're on to Birmingham City. Okay? We're on to Birmingham City like another team that I follow in America, the New England Patriots. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to the Bills. Sorry, Yanis. (laughs) No, no, no. Not this season, mate. Okay, okay. Although I am worried now you've got Cam Newton. Cam Newton, I'm not happy about that. Okay, okay. Not happy about that. Different sport, different sport, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. It's Scott Parker's job, like you said. Got all three points. The fans are already talking about underwhelming performance. Understandable. It's his job to say, well done. We have a lot of work to do. We're on to Birmingham City. That quick. Because... It's coming up on Saturday. They now need to prepare. They need to put this match, take it all in behind them, be happy that they won, but the job is far from done because they have an opportunity to, again, get themselves into a good position if they can continue to win. Okay. Very Mm -hmm. good there, my friend. Let's move on and let's go and let's talk about the starting 11. I want to get your thoughts there. Let's, Let's go right there now. Because uh, there was a lot of talk about the starting 11. What was your thoughts when you saw it an hour before the match? The tweet of the day came from a Fulham fan during the game. Okay. Who said, who said I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase this. Stefan Johansson must be eyeing Scott Parker's mum. Because that's the only way he's going to get into the lineup. And I saw his point because when I looked at the lineup, I thought, well, Steph Joe's surely going to get a run out here. Because you're going to need... You're going to need Kevin and you're going to need uh, Steph, with, you know, with these six games yep. to go. Josh Onoma is, is going to be a critical player as well. And I looked at it and I'm, I'm looking at it again and I thought, okay, all right, Christie's in. I went, okay, now, all right, now we're playing. You switch to Adoy. You can, as far as I'm concerned, you can stick Dennis Adoy up front because history will be kind to Adoy, very kind. He'll be one of those players that years from now will be absolutely revered when he comes back to the cottage. Because of because wherever you put him, he did or tried to do a job. He's a consummate professional. So you had Hector and Raymond, and then you look at the midfield, and I thought, oh Lord, Harry Arter. Okay, fair enough. Um, Cavalier has come back in. Obviously, Naiskins is out. Dacadoverid is in. 
I didn't have a problem with that. A lot of fans do. I still think he's going to come good. Knockhart is in. Okay, so who's going to be your, your number nine? You look at the bench and you go, oh, God, maybe Betts will be playing up front if they bring him on. <laughs> but it's, you know, there's no uh, there's no Stansfield there. Cameron, no. who's still out. Um, Jasper's in. Uh, Dilatory's in, which was nice to see. Yeah. Uh, and then I looked at their lineup, and I do like some of their players. Eze's going to be gone at the, at the end of the season. Sure, got to go to a bigger club. I, I think a Premier League player. Manning, I think, is underrated. He's um, a decent player. Yeah, Definitely he's a decent, a decent player. player. And you've got players like Barbe and Cameron, who are yeah. old pros. So, um, but they they have had the same troubles as we've had since the break. They have been fighting, fighting, fighting. They've just not played well. And the goal, the goal that Hugo scored must have been a huge. Well, you saw their reaction. It was a huge relief. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's where, how bottom do you go as a team? You're losing and you're losing badly. And then you concede a 52 second goal. And, um, you know, I'd have thought QPR were going to really kick on, but we, we hung around. We were pretty. No, we hung around weren't pretty then, at all. No, and we toughed it. And the, the lineups, you know, I looked at, well, it's, it, it had 1-1 one, one written all over it, to be honest. Right. And I, I sort of expected that was his way. And even a point I'd have taken because at least it gets us a point and it gets us, brings us some sort of confidence. But as you know, we got off to an absolute howler of a start. And um, I think if Roy Keane had been on the, the, the pitch... He might have run sixty yards and punched, <laughs> punched um, Tim Ream in the head because you, you shouldn't be giving away goals like that. Not no. He's and he's the poor lad. I like him a lot. It's not the weight of his beard. It's just that he sh- <laughs> his confidence is shot right now. He yeah. can't do a thing right. And and I do feel I've coached players like that where and I've pl- I've had spells as a player where it's just it doesn't. It's like you have got two left feet and and Reamy can't do a thing right. And it was it was an awful start, and I thought, oh, oh dear, if we lose the ha ha's. Oh, oh. oh dear, oh fuck! Well, that was going to get ugly if that happened. So thankfully, yeah. Giannis, it didn't happen. And listen, when I looked at it, I thought, okay, he's uh, putting on most of his attacking options, and it's not leaving himself much on the bench. That's the way I was analyzing it, looking at it. But I thought, okay, fine, he's going to go with this. We'll see how it works. But I did like the inclusion of Cyrus Christie, Dennis Adoy. I've been calling for that, so I was fine with that. I thought, okay, I actually thought it should have happened a match before that, but okay, fine. And, uh, well, listen, it bared fruit with Cyrus Christie in the second half, but we'll talk about that in just a second. Giannis, let's go to your first half analysis, okay? And let's start here. We've already talked about the goal given up at the beginning of the match. Yeah. Goal by Jordan Hugel, and uh, we could talk about that too. We're blue in the face. That was a terrible goal to give up. And I can see the look on your face. And uh, let's just start. Let's let's talk about the goal and the opening stages of this match. And just give me your reaction when you saw. We already talked about Tim Ream. What was going through your mind when you saw the goal? Oh, I actually, I actually started laughing. And I, thought, I did well, too, I'm, by the way. Yeah, and I and I, I was checking social media, and somebody somebody put on there, um, "Jesus Christ, I spent a tenner on this," and and then we're gold down before I've even logged in. <laughs> um, and I thought this is this is this is hysterical that we're conceding one, but to be fair, um, we didn't seem to drop our heads. Um, right after the second, I I I loved the way Scotty Parker dealt with the post match on Saturday. Because one thing that we would do well to remember is that he rarely, if ever, throws his players under the bus. And I think that's critical. I think it's a, And as a, a young coach, I think it's a classy move. I think if he has things to say, he'll say it in the in change rooms, on the training rooms, but he'll tell them a few you know, little words. But he doesn't do it to the media, and I think, that, I think that's an excellent move. We didn't, okay. uh, we, didn't, we didn't mope him. We didn't sulk. We kept on, you know... Um, we pushed forward. Um, they're vulnerable right back, especially with their full backs. And um, I got a feeling um, about 17, 18 in that we were going to get something. I just, we were starting to really push. And, and 
You know, um, the only thing worrying me, Russ, like everybody else who was watching and listening, was what if the buggers catch us on the break? Yeah. And we've been burned that way, obviously, uh, quite a bit since the post-pandemic. But uh, luckily, uh, Arta stepped up and, um, and, and got an equaliser. And, yep. um, that, and, of course, really found the post as well yep. earlier than that. So that was nice. But it was, a, it was a nice goal, even though we were a little bit fortunate in terms of uh, the manner of the goal. Okay, and I was going to say, leading up to that, you talked about the opportunities, but the goal from Harry Arthur was quite the goal. It was needed, Giannis. It kick-started everything from that point on. So you've already really talked about the goal from Harry Arthur. Uh, let's talk about from that point on, what were your thoughts about how Fulham played after the goal from Harry Arthur? Um. I think it was about the same. It, it seemed it seemed as though QPR suddenly picked it up, um, and they seemed to speed the game up a little bit more. Passing got a bit crisp because they're. I think they're an underrated side. They they, they can be direct, but they 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 can knock the ball around. And Mark Warburton is known as a, a coach who promotes good short passing soccer style. Yep. And they had a, they created a couple of chances, and, and to give them credit, they they didn't drop their heads either. Um, they. Um, they were. You could tell. I mean, you can always know if you don't know the two teams. If you tune it on TV, you can always tell. Oh, look, this is two teams that are struggling. You may not know which end of the tables they're at, but but you could tell that they were things weren't going quite right. And uh, I think we looked a little surprised at the way they came back at us. Okay. Um, they certainly didn't mope. I mean, and home and away, Loftus-Road, Cottage. You know, we don't. It's not like it's the fans, but. Um, you know, and again, the demons kept coming back. Christie's yellow card was a brilliant track back, and it would have been one that Steph, Steph Joe would have been proud of. You know, you you, you track, you got to take someone down from behind, and that once again Ill- highlighted and illustrated where there are some cracks. Yep. And and I'm glad we got a few days till Saturday because, um, I still think there's a change in the middle to to be had, and I think Reem, I think Tim Reem, probably needs a, a game. A break. I think he needs to sit okay. on the bench and, and do that. But I thought they, I thought the half house came back well, and um, it looked pretty even going into the half. Um, I was just relieved we got the equaliser when we did. Okay, good timing. And uh, Fulham go into the half with QPR at one-one. Okay, coming up next, I'm going to get Giannis's second half analysis, and then we'll talk about man of the match. Okay, Giannis. Before I get your second half analysis, we do have a decent amount of people watching with us live. Uh, I'd be curious, are people that are on with us, who is your man of the match? Feel free to share your man of the match. We'll be getting to that at the end of the show. I'm curious your view on man of the match, Giannis. I can see you thinking about it right now. So if you're watching live with us, feel free to share who you think was man of the match. I'll tell you some some people might vote for. And that's and Matt, well, don't influence he, it. Don't oh, no, 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 no. It. But just before half time, you know the old going into half time, not to concede a goal, coming yeah. up half time. Rodak made a critical save just before the half, um, and um, there might be some question marks about his ability to come off his line with the cross that came in that got Hugel his goal. Should he have been more aggressive, perhaps? But that was a very good save. And sometimes, you, no, 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 it's not yep. the saves you make. It's when you make the saves. Absolutely. It's timing. It, timing. And we go down 2-1 at the half, and, and to me, we lose. I, I don't see us yep. coming back. Um, but he made the save. Yeah. And then key all save. of a sudden, key save. And um, um, when the halftime, and I thought, okay, right. So, and I wasn't meant to influence there. I still, I'm still marinating over this. This is a difficult one, Russ. Okay, this is a difficult one for me, but Ooh, hold it back, Giannis. Hold all it right, back. All right, all right. We'll, we will get there, okay? Because I definitely want your thoughts on that. But let's now get to the second half, and let's really just get your analysis. As I, as I mentioned, I'm going to switch us over to Giannis's second half analysis because I have a nice little thing that I want to share here. So now it's Giannis' second half analysis. I got to get better with sharing the banners here on the uh, Cottage Talk Facebook page. So second half, Giannis. Let's just get your feeling because, again, watching it for me, and you know, it seemed like it was more of an open second half. 
gentleman Jim and Jamie kept talking about it. So before we talk about and get all the way up to talking about the goal by Cyrus Christie, give me your analysis of the second half before that. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was relatively pleased with the second half because both teams went for it. And um, the ha-has um, went up in my estimations tonight. Um, they've had a poor start, we know, post-pandemic. But they didn't, uh, they didn't mope when we equalised in the first half. And, and I thought they had some good chances the second half, and I thought they worked very hard. I, I, I think there are a few players short, three or four, of being able to challenge top six, depending on the owner and his pockets. Maybe they'll pick some up in the, in the, the close season. But it was good. Both teams weren't sitting on the, in their keisters. Um, they were both going for the win, yep. which sort of then troubles me. And I, again, I, I'm not, it's not to criticise Scotty, but when you go a goal up, why decide to go into an ultra-defensive mode so that you can give everybody my... We're going to get impacts? there. Yeah. We're, we are going to get there because yeah. that's yeah. after the goal because it drives me crazy. Mike Gregg, I know it drives him insane uh, because, he, again, we, we talked about it a little bit on the last post-match show. I could tell it just drives my nuts. It drives me crazy, and we'll talk about that, his approach, after they go up because I understand that He's a conservative man, and he decides to do that. But it just gives me like serious heartburn, and yeah, just it just yeah. does a number on me. But we're not there yet, Giannis. Let's now transition. Let's talk about the goal from Cyrus Christie. I just watched it back again. This is quite the goal. And again, with everything that's happened to Cyrus Christie in his film career, I'm so happy for him. Really happy for him. This was a wonderful goal. The match winner for Cyrus Christie. Yeah, he's. It's been an interesting year, and uh, with everything that's happened uh, in the last six weeks, with the George Floyd incident in, in Minneapolis and, and and Black Lives Matter and all the protests and the changes for defunding the police, and um, you know, it, and he's it, it it's been very tough for him. But I, I think I put on a Facebook uh, posting earlier in the year. There's there's probably no one I, I'm prouder of at the club than Christie because of the way he conducts himself and he, he doesn't moan and he doesn't grow. No, he, not he, at all. And we still have... Very professional. Very professional. We still have fans out there going, we, I wish we had Ryan Fredericks. I wish we had me. He should be with us. Well, no, I wish we had Ryan Fredericks. I'll, I'll be left. one of them. But, but, but I want to give Cyrus Christie a lot of credit. Yeah, but he did leave. I mean, it's not he like... Did. I mean, he did leave. So, you know what? The doors, <laughs> the door EXIT, you're done. This ball, this goal he scored... I'll tell you, um, if that ball had been bouncing when he'd hit it, yeah, they might still be trying to find that ball because that's how hard he hit it. Because it was on the ground when he and and, he, and the keeper had no chance. It Not was an absolute chance. rifle. Not a it chance. It was a rifle of a goal. It was a fantastic goal. And you know what? Out of the darkest of hours, heroes are born and heroes yeah. are bred. And you know, Art has had a lot of stick. A lot of it deservedly so. Steps up, gets a goal tonight. Christie, you know, he's had no time. Sat is on his keister for, for two two games. Comes in at right back, doesn't miss a beat. Scores a valuable goal. And um, to, for us to get through the, red, the rest of the season, and I'm going to get stick for this next comment, but I'm going to stand by it. You need meat and potatoes especially when you're struggling, especially when the flow's not there and you're fighting demons. And tonight was a gutsy performance yeah. because it was about meat and potatoes. But with that in mind, and based on that premise, when Scotty looks at the tape, he may have to make a very, very difficult decision come Saturday. And that is, he sits Tom Kearney. Because... Kenny okay. right now will not get us wins. He's a gravy player. He's not a meat and potatoes player. Look at Christie. Look at Adoy. Look at Arta to an extent. I know. These are, yeah. And this is what, I'm sorry, if, to get the results. If, if I'm a manager seeing my captain out there losing a ball and jogging back. Be honest, it drives me crazy. Okay. Yeah, I'm there enough. with you. Uh, 100%. I want to just name one other player that 
again, you need players that can score you goals. But give me five or six Harrison Reeds out there. Big time. Give me like six players like him that have that attitude, that have that motor. Give that to me. Because that guy, again, not the biggest player in the world, gives you 150% when he's out there. And I just wish he, I wish Tom Kearney would look at Harrison Reed and say, you know what, I need to be doing more of that. I need to be showing more of that. And I, I said this with Emilio last night. I love Tom Kearney as a player. I, you know, again, he's the team captain. And, uh, but I just think he needs to be more of a, a fiery leader. And I know that's not his personality, but he needs to be more vocal. He needs to have a little Kevin McDonald in him. I mean, he, he just doesn't have it. And that's what's frustrating because we do, do have Kevin and we do have Steph John on the bench. You look two years ago, um, one of the things... Kevin McDonald was so valuable with his leadership, so Giannis, and I, and I think we miss it a little bit. Big time. And then you looked at players like Matty Target when yeah. you got him in on loan and the role he played. What about this one to throw at you? Ollie Norwood. Yeah. Ollie Norwood. Wow. He gave you a shift every Every See, I, and, I love players like it. this. I, I go back that's to Berdino. You know, I love players Berdino. like this. Yeah. I mean, Berdino. I still remember those two goals he scored up at uh, the Britannia against Stoke. Oh, Stoke. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that. But see, for me, those are the types of players I gravitate towards. Harrison Reed, That type of player that might not have the most skill in the world, but you know you're getting everything that that guy has. And and when I look at someone that has so much talent, like you said, a gravy player like Tom Kearney, that is your team captain that can really give you a boost. And, again, jogging, like you mentioned, Giannis. I said that Nobody. from the last match. And I just think we need more from our team captain. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about the decisions after that, Giannis. Let's talk about the substitutions, Giannis. Because we've seen this way too many times. Scott Parker decides to get extremely defensive, whereas my first thought is, let's go get another goal. Let's put this match away. He brings on defenders after defender, you know, and again, this is the way he's done it, Giannis. It gives me, you know, again, like I said, it gives me a heartburn. What did you make of the substitutions? We're used to it, but... What's your view? You're a coach. Would you have done this? No, I wouldn't. But but um, I think um, this is something that Scotty's going to have to review at the end of the season because he's got. Um, he he does this time and time again. Yeah, this is nothing got, new. Yeah. This is he's got a. That's because he's got a fixed mindset. That um, this is the way he does it. This is the, what he feels comfortable with. This is the where he feels it's 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 um, it's low risk, high reward. Um, it's. Um, We'll settle on thing. We'll settle on the goal win. We'll defend like lions. Um, it's not something I like, but I think because he's new in his coaching career, um, I think that's just his mindset. And I think okay. this is where whoever his critical friend is and his mentor at the end of the season, because he's not going to suddenly turn around and go right. Let's bring strikers. I'm not that we've got any in there, but yep. say well. Um, in this particular situation, what would you do? Because there are there are many many different ones he'll encounter as a head coach, and I think um, this is where I totally agree with the fans because the, what they're seeing is what I'm seeing. They, you know, bringing on defenders for the sake of it is very scary. If now he could turn around and quite rightly say, "Look, I brought these defenders on. We won the game. What's the problem?" Absolutely. But then if he brought these defenders and they lost. Or they, you know, the, the ha-has are equalized. Yeah. Then they've been like, you're far too negative. He does have that conservative mindset. I do believe that coaches can ch- do change over time. I think they develop. He's a young lad, and he needs support and he needs proper um, tutelage from coaches that will give him different angles and different ways to look at things to be more positive. And the growth mindset would be, I'm looking at this lineup. We've got 11, 20 minutes to go. Uh, I could bring Josh Arnamar on, um, but I'm going to bring Jasper on just to have a little bit yeah. of fun. Um, and, and then people go, oh, oh, he's thinking out of the box. He's looking to create. 
But if there were a thousand Fulham supporters out there knowing that the coming of the 70th, 71st million, everybody can go, well, defenders are coming on any minute now. <laughs> it's so predictable. It's, predictable. it's so predictable. And if, and if the, the fans know it, well, guess what? The opposing coaches know it. And the, more importantly, the players do. Because the players go, oh, he's bringing the defenders on. They're running scared, right? Let's start pushing, right? We know they're not good on the break. Let's, let, let's see what we can do here, right? They're frightened now. They're frightened. Yep. So I don't think he does his players any favors by, by doing this. But that's a mindset he needs. I wish he was listening to this. I wish he but was too. He needs to just change the growth mindset. He needs to change. I think that will come. He's very set in his ways when it comes to this philosophy. And... I think some of the best coaches are the ones that adapt over time that they learn from what can work and what can't work. They're not set in their ways. Yeah. And I I hope nervous. I think he's nervous, Ross. I think he's, I think he's nervous. And, um, and I don't blame him for that. Absolutely not. Well, he's under a lot of pressure. Yes, he is. Yes, he he is. is. And listen, uh, he should be because of the expectations. I understand that. And it's funny because we've had some comments and thank, you to everyone that has been commenting on that because uh, I respect everyone's comments positively or negatively on the players, on Fulham, on Scotty Parker. That's what fans do, and and that's how you voice your opinion. And, and uh, I want people to, and I'm trying to actually share more comments. I'm going to share this one with you, Yanis, because we're talking about what he did at the end of the match. Here's from Craig Marks. Even though we finished with seven defenders on the pitch, a win is a win, and this was one that we had to win to stop the rut. Giannis, Craig is saying exactly what you said. End of story. Craig's bang on. That's it. We, we needed to stop the wrong. And uh, look, they might be professionals that get paid very well. I get that. But confidence is huge. These are still humans. These are still athletes going out there. They've still got families at home. They may be dealing with a teammate that, that has a coronavirus because we don't know about boo-boo. And there's, you know, there are a lot of emotions that come into play. The fodder got off to a strong start after the break. Fine. But remember, it was three minutes away from nil-nil. Yep. Here, you know, we got a bit, a bit of a sticky start. But confidence is a big thing. And, um, you know, I, I, um, we've got ex-players that listen to this show. And they'll tell you. That at the end of the game, especially if you've got a long journey home, it's a, it's a, it's, it's tough after a loss, a yep. midweek night loss. You, you're down, you're down in the dumps, and you want to do well for your team. And uh, I believe these players do. Um, Scotty has to make difficult decisions, but yep. I believe they care. I've never, there's rare that I've ever seen a player. Um, I can't believe I'm going to mention his, this guy's name, but I'm going to because this is something that not one Fulham fan would ever want. Wasn't it last year that Michael Owen turned around and said, well, the last four or five years it was, I was at Newcastle, you know, I was basically mailing it in. I was just cashing a paycheck because I had knocks and I couldn't be bothered. And, and you think of, this was a guy that scored many goals for, for Liverpool, round in England, a few for Newcastle. That's well, horrible, by the way. Isn't yes. it? Yes. And I can never accuse any of our players, even no, the ones I... that are struggling. They're trying, they're, they're trying, they're, they're working hard. And, and just to stop the rot, it doesn't matter if the, wasn't it the Southampton Liverpool where the ball went off the balloon and went yeah. in, was it air? It goes off, you know, some dog comes on the field and goes <laughs> off his ass. Nobody cares. We got no. the win and we leave. And yep. And uh, Craig's right. We we got uh, three points to stop the rot, and it hopefully it's a start now of a new chapter. We look at yep. it: six games to go, game at a time. Brummies are coming in down from the M1. Let's see if we can get three points. Brentford slip up. West Brom right. slip up. All of a sudden, we're back in there again. Well, Leeds United just drew with Luton Town. Well, there you go. And by the way. To the trolls, the Leeds United trolls. That oh, I can't stand them. Can, 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 I, can I just say this? Yeah, go, yeah. go ahead, Yanis. Because, again, I want to I want to thank them on one level because our numbers on Cottage Talk have been up because they're listening. They listen to the full-time show, the preview show, and, and also the post-match show. But I think that they were looking for a different type of show. They were looking for full of praise of Leeds United. And... You know what? They can go, again, like you said, the trolls, you know, they can go where 
again, I'm not going to say it on on this show. You know me. I'm. I'm yeah, you got to help. Yeah, but you. <laughs> But you know how I feel about, you know, again, these Leeds United supporters, you know, so high and mighty now, right? You know, it's so funny because they were all over Mitrovic. And listen, Mitro deserved the ban. I'm going to say this. Mitro deserved the ban, Giannis. Yeah, absolutely. But where were they when Lucas Piazon got his leg broken at Ellen Road and they were screaming, get up? I remember that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe not get up, but they were all over him. I, I sh- I'll take that back. I don't know if they said get up, but they were screaming at him. They were booing him. I remember that. Do you remember that, Giannis? I certainly do. And you know, um, this is going to sound really And cool. I'll take that back. I'm not sure if they said get up. It's funny, isn't it? Um, that was the, the, the rift between Roy Keane and John um, Aga, um, Aga Haaland when Keane was at United and Haaland was at City. And Harland hurt Keane with an injury, took him out and snapped his ligaments. And while he was on the ground, Harland yelled, get up. Yeah. And he remembered that. And then five years later, he got his revenge and took him. And he, that was, I think it was the last game he ever played. Keane got him back for that. And he, he snapped his leg into him. Oh. I never forgave. Um, Leeds is a prestigious club. Yep. Great history. And they got very loyal fans. They do. I never forgave them. Unbelievably, for 1974, the, the firing of Brian Clough. The Don okay. Revy came in, and you know, Don Revy had won everything. And of all the people, they took the manager who hated Leeds the most because of their style, and yep. he was in charge for 47 days yep. because they listened to their fans. Funny how that worked, because then he went to because he'd won the league with Derby. Yeah, and then he went to Nottingham. Nottingham Forest. Forest. Look what happened to European. I mean, the, 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 you know, the, the probably the greatest manager never to have been an England manager. Yeah, conned out of that. That should never have happened. Yeah, right? I think it was Roy. Um, it was um, uh, Roy Greenwood. Yeah, that got the job. Absolute, absolute travesty. Yeah, okay. I, the trolling that was all over social media. Yeah, it's like shut up. Go back to South Yorkshire. Bye bye. Go and laugh and and cry. Yeah, and... I'm done. I'm done with You're them. Done. You're done. I'm done with them. Okay. Done. Okay. Enough talking about them. Yeah. Enough talking about them, Giannis. Before anyway. <laughs> we get to man of the match, I have to talk about this with you because this goes to the end of the match. Was it yep. luck? Did we get lucky here at the end, Giannis? They hit the post. We're talking about QPR on. Two corners, hit the post, and then later on it went over, and it was pretty close. Again, Fulham hung on at the end, but, boy, that was tough at the very end. Uh, It could have gone a different way, and maybe the luck was on our side in the end. Yeah, big time. And and my response to that would be, we're long overdue. Um, We're overdue some luck, and and if we were going to get off the schneid, we needed some fortune. I don't care what anyone says. The team that teams that go up, teams that win championships, um, you've got to play well. You've got to do everything right, but you do need a bit of fortune at the right time. It doesn't. And um, you know, I felt bad for Kelly with the goalie letting off after yep. because it was one of those horrible ones uh, that was, you know, it ju- where it landed was just at that point, and it was either he was going to save or it was going to go under his hands. Unfortunately for them, it did the latter. And, um, you know, good to be lucky, lucky to be good. The ha-has will think they probably could have got a point. I'd concur with that. Luck was on our side, but I'll take it. And I run. And I'm thankful for the three points. Yep. Uh, I think we're all going to sleep better tonight. We're going to feel better about life. Um, I'm now really in, um, I want to listen to any Leeds fans. If you're on this now <laughs> and you're trolling, you know my Twitter account. I dare you. To come okay. to Twitter tonight, next twenty four hours, and talk about the leads, the weeds. Okay. Talk to okay. me. You went to Kenilworth Road, and you you came out with goose eggs. So okay. Don't be okay. I have a comment here, Giannis, that someone is listening to us. Actually, a Fulham supporter, and uh, and John, I agree with you. I'm going to share this right now. Don't waste your energy and time talking about them, John. You're right. We're talking way too much about Leeds United, John. If you're listening, this is an interesting story. When I went to university many, many years ago, um, I sh- a bunch of us shared a house, and one of them, Andy, still a very good friend of mine, yeah. uh, he was actually all over it Saturday night, Facebooking me, oh, bastard, should have been red carded. And I said, yeah, I'd have a problem. He, he deserved a red. And he lives down in L.A. And um, when I knew him, he was always, always, giving, me, always giving me grief. But 
Um, I know he's not listening to this show, so I can safely say this. But um, he is the only person I've ever met, and I hope guys don't do this, and I certainly don't. Yep. This is the guy that in his own hall of residence at university would, was so lazy that he'd wee in his sink. And that's honestly the truth. That's that's honestly, and I used and I used to say, is that what all these supporters do? Is that what you're made of? Okay, okay. In Yorkshire, you know. But some of the trolling I got, I got some real vicious stuff. Like, yeah, we tuned in for you to say we're good goals, and you couldn't even be magnanimous in defeat, and we're the best side in the division, and Bielsa's is the best manager, and partner yeah. should be fired, and you're useless. And I didn't respond. I thought, oh, okay, I keep my mouth shut because Luton, <laughs> little buggers, Luton have given teams a hard time this year. They drew so with us, right? Three three, good game that was. Should have won it. But so if the Leeds fans are out there, um, I'm more than happy to chat with you tonight. Okay, okay, yeah. Yes. As John said, enough of talking about Leeds. Let's talk about form. Let's talk about man of the match, Giannis. I'm going to go through a few comments for man of the match from some of the supporters. And if you're watching live, feel free to share a comment on man of the match because we'd be happy to share it. And uh, I'm not sure if John is, is giving it to Cyrus Christie, but he says, congrats to Christie. Well-deserved. So just want to mention that. And let's see what else we have for comments on man of the match. David Perry shared this. I'm going to share that. Right now, let's just see if I can pull that up. Man of the match, Christie went 90, played well on the back four, massive goal. Can't think of who else I would give it to. So David Perry gives it to Cyrus Christie. Giannis, who do you give it to? No, no debate, Christie. But I, I just and I and I'm gonna and I and I give it out. I thought he did have a very good game, but I also out of bias. Okay. You, know, you look at um, Chaz want... Pierce also says Christie. Just want to mention that as yeah, well. Yeah, because meat and potatoes, Russ. I mean, he, he he comes in and he does the job, and bless his little cotton socks. He goes out and scores a super goal. He gets a good yellow card and a good yellow card because he was recovering from more defensive mayhem, and um, he's a proper proper pro. You talked about Harrison Reed. I absolutely agree. Yep. Alternatively, eleven Cyrus Christie's on a on a on a pitcher doing me fine. We do that, and we're in really good shape. And so, with the next few days coming, yep, Scotty, if you're listening, or one of your <laughs> buddies is watching this now, yeah, couple of tips: um, give Timmy Ream a break, <laughs> give him a break, give him a game. Right? If you've got to bring Max in, you can meet Dennis and put Max to left back. Number one, yeah, and number and number two, um. Tom Kearney has to sit. You've got okay. Josh, you've got Steph, you've got K Mac. Now you've, you've got options. three alternatives. You've, you've options. got options. Do the do the difficult thing as a coach. Do the difficult thing. It's easy to play it safe, yep. but you have to pick players based on their performance. And he's not playing well. Do the right thing. Okay. Sit him. Okay. Giannis, I'm going to share some comments from Man of the Match. Let's go here. Bradford Guth, Cyrus, must be, no? Yes, okay. Bradford, yes. Okay, here's from Tony Cohn. Reed, again, in my mind, interesting. Super game. Super okay, game so two. I'm going to yeah. share some more. This is from our friend Roger Lewis, Christy from Coming Out of the Cold and Scoring the Winner. Roger says it, it is. That's it. <laughs> the Bible according to, to Roger Lewis. That's it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I'm going to share. I'm going to share this, too. This because we're just talking about all kinds of things. Billy Cassie, our friend in Scotland. Let's not forget Harry Otter's fantastic strike to get us back in the game. He looks so happy after the abuse he's taken recently. Your thoughts, Giannis? Yeah, you see, Otter's. This is the funny thing. Otter's not a bad player. He's a decent player, but he lets his temper get in the way, and and that's what frustrates us sometimes. Is that he does silly things, and it's not a good thing. I mean, against the fodder, he's come on with ten minutes to go, and he's got himself a yellow. Right, the back, the the back pass, the poor pass has led to the, yep. to, to Bamford's goal. Sadly, but then he's gone out and he scored. He scored. He scored a he scored a very good goal today. Um, and I, but pointing back, he again, he's a professional. Yeah, you know, he has a family. Yeah, his wife and kids. I don't. I don't know them, but, but all, in all probability, they read social media. They go on social media. They they, they see comments about their dad. 
their husband, whatever. Yeah. And it gets you. You got to be careful. These are still human beings. They're still Absolutely. professional. So for him, you know, I'm, I'm pleased for him because he's he's got a goal and he's had a bit an element of luck, but he's got the goal and yep. he will feel much better about himself. And it is still a team game, but but you yep. get, you you're good players feeling good. It's great. At the same time, again, um, when your players that you rely on are not doing the business or just there's a perception the effort's not quite there, Russ. I know. Um, We're talking about Tom Kearney, I know. Yes, and your coach, your coach, your favorite coach up in New England. Bill oh, Belichick, he wouldn't put up with it. He, he would wouldn't bench. put up with it. He wouldn't put he up with it. He would bench that player. Oh, yeah, he'd yeah. be done. Yeah, he'd be And, that's, I agree. Okay. and that's the key. Okay, I want to share some more comments. Let's talk about our friend Anthea Evans all the way in New Zealand. Christy, for me, great show. Off to work. Love from New Zealand. So we yeah, went all, yeah. we've gone all the way to New Zealand. <laughs> that's, on my, that's on my bucket list. Um, I've never met a Kiwi I didn't like. Um, I think they're fantastic people, and I'd love to go down there. And you've got a, you've got a fabulous prime minister down there in Ardern. She's done a great job with COVID and what happened last year in Christchurch. So, okay. so God, God bless her. All right. Giannis, I don't think you gave form, your full man of the match. Who's your full man of the oh, match? Oh, it's... it's, it's um, if David Hulley was listening to this, he might be. <laughs> he could be. He, he'd probably say um, John Cutbush, but that's 45 <laughs> years too late. Sorry, David. Um, no, it's got to be Cyrus. Cy- Cyrus. Okay. Uh, and for the same re- the reason it's given earlier, he's coming cold. Yep. And he's put in a really good shift. He's got a lovely goal. Um, and um, I'm so pleased for him. I'm so pleased. I'm very for happy him. for him, too. Oh, and, and Scotty, if you're watching this, don't take him out of the lineup. And if you do, you'll be answering to me in Canada. <laughs> okay. Very good there. Giannis, it's so good to do a show after a victory because we've done these shows after losses. It's so nice. You know, it's funny because uh, I really wanted to do a show, and I'm glad that we were able to do it. And uh, we decided to make this a post-match show. And uh, instead of doing full-time, let's just do a – a post-match show. So we decided to do it, and I'm glad we've had a ton of comments, ton of people watching us live. At any point, over 20 people have been watching us live, which is fantastic. And yeah. I'm just glad because obviously the film supporters want to hear talk after the match. I'm glad that we can do it for them. There are other shows that are doing it too that are doing a great job, mm-hmm. but so do we. And I'm just lucky I do it with such great people. I've been doing obviously usually doing full-time with Emilio. Claire did the last one. And then I have you, Max, and we have so many great people. You know, uh, I always talk about Steve Lidyard and uh, Brendan Cronin recently did a yep. show. I'm, we're just lucky we have such great people to do it. So I'm very fortunate to do it with you, my friend. It was This is a great show. I, I feel good after doing it. I want to give you the last word on the post-match show. Feel free to share what you got to share, my friend, That's and then we'll end the show. If you're from Leeds, ha ha. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> okay, enough of the Leeds. <laughs> actually, I should have said, from, except for talking yeah, about Leeds. Actually, this one's from Mad Max because Max would have okay. been on the show. So, Mad Max. Max, if you're watching, mate, I'm glad we won because you said you'd be a very, 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 very Mad Max indeed. We don't want that. No, and we don't you want pull that. all your curly hair out. We don't want that either. So, <laughs> I hope you're pleased. Um, and for all the fans that, you know, were, were you know, a little bit. Um, you know, a bit concerned about the performance today. We got the win. Yeah. Doesn't matter how you get the win. Exactly. The point you don't get style points. It's a result-oriented no. business. We got. You don't get an extra this. point for style. You don't. No. 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 Let, you know, and it it um, it was uh, it was nice to see the two goal scores that we had, and um, it yep. was a de- it, it was a scrappy but decent game. And yep. I'm looking forward to Birmingham. We owe them one for what they did to us two years ago. The buggers. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get them. Let's all get right. them. Let's go, Whites. One other thing I want to mention, because, again, people are watching us all over the world, Giannis. John Harkness, who I shared a comment, he's in Melbourne, Australia. We had Anthea in New Zealand. Obviously, we have people in England. We've had people in Spain watching us, people in America. And uh, it's just a wonderful thing that that we can have this great community, Billy Cassidy in Scotland, that can uh, all, we can all share it together. So, I'm going to try sharing more comments in the upcoming shows. I can't share them all, but I just want to thank everyone 
for sharing your comments. I try to share as many as I can. So thank you, thank you for watching the show. And this will also be a podcast. Oh, also, I just want to mention Cinder Sandvin says, Norway here, uh, Bradford Guth. I'm in Massachusetts. Bradford is also in Massachusetts, same as me. So we have people everywhere watching Cottage Talk. It's wonderful, Giannis. Anyways, we should wrap this up. For my co-host, Giannis Shanaez, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. Bye. For Fulham fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Never miss a match with live commentary, goal alerts, lineups, in-game stats, and TV and radio links for over 100 leagues globally. Download the free COY Whites app now from the App Store and Google Play. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.